Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. Hi, my name is Marshall Hill, and I'm your guide as we journey through the auto detailing industry. You can find me on most platforms at Total Auto Solutions, or if you are on TikTok or the new Clubhouse, you can find me at Detail Supply App. The best way to get in touch with me, though, is 918-800-1188. I'm joined uh, today by Nick Walt. You can find him at Vegas Rides on most platforms, or if you want to reach out to him directly, it's nick at vegasrides.com. Nick, thank you so much for taking the time, and you are also on Clubhouse. Uh, It has been interesting as we've been playing around. Different people have hopped in and out. It uh, appears to be a pretty cool platform that's starting to evolve. Did you spend some time uh, on Clubhouse going into the different Super Bowl rooms and finding out who was going to win the Super Bowl? Did you is that, is that a thing that you did this weekend? No, I didn't do any of that. Uh, but I did get on. You know, you and I have had what three or four different times we've gotten on, talked with people across the industry, that kind of thing. And uh, I think it's been awesome. I mean, it's really been you know, something new. It's basically like a a way to have a phone conversation with a bunch of people without, you know, really having to dial each other and swap calls, et cetera. Yeah. Um, all right. So we, uh, we had a pretty cool, uh, thing happen this weekend. Mr. Tom Brady won another Super Bowl. Uh, pretty cool that, uh, he went over to a team for the first year and took them all the way. And not only did he win, I mean, boy, that was, uh, that was yeah, just a complete was, dissection, uh, right? Like, yeah, that was, that was an ass kicking. It was really incredible. Uh, so what is, what's always been your fun things that you've done at Super Bowl? Have you, have you ever done like traditional parties? You always cook. Uh, yeah. What do you like to do at Super Bowl? Yeah. I mean, we've done it all, you know, I've done private rooms in Vegas where, you know, guys and bring their wives and, you know, because how Vegas does the Super Bowl, we've done, uh, big parties. We've, you know, last night we ended up just kind of probably like a lot of people having a little bit of a different Super Bowl experience, not as big a party or anything like that. Just kind of hung out and uh, grilled up some food and had a good, had a good time. And, uh, but I imagine this Super Bowl was probably a little bit different experience for most of us. What, uh, what'd you, what'd you cook? What do you normally like to throw out on the grill? Grill smoke? Uh, what do you do? I do both, but we smoked some, uh, we did some smoked queso, you know, as an appetizer, we did, uh, chicken wings and then we did like these jalapeno poppers with steak and All right, how do you know, do your chicken a, wings? How do you do your chicken wings? I do a 325. The funny thing is, is I actually just like them with salt, a little bit of barbecue rub, and then on the smoke for like 40 minutes. And then we use a sriracha garlic barbecue sauce at the end. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's good. You know I mean? It's like anybody else. It was a lot of fun. You know, you just, it's just a different year, right? I mean, it's, it's just not, I do know some, you know, some of my buddies did come in town and have traditional, like, uh, stayed at the Venetian and the Palazzo and did their traditional, uh, Super Bowl weekend, but you know, mostly that's kind of gone away this year. It really did. I mean, I, I, we didn't hear of any anything normally going on like normal, but you know, there were still people that would host little smaller parties, but for the most part, nothing, uh, the way it 
you know, what we would say used to be, right? Could you imagine ever saying the way it used to be? And that was only just two <laughs> years ago. Uh, yeah. Never would have thought we'd be saying that. The the interesting part of the Super Bowl, right? I mean, the Super Bowl itself seemed to be a lot interesting as as we started watching it. I know uh, it took on a completely different path than well than I've normally ever seen a Super Bowl take on. It's quite a bit different in commercials, quite a bit different in the way they recorded. Uh, there was the really cool part about the way they were doing the the new style of video, where uh, the portrait mode was really cool. But it, you know, and it really made players stand out. Uh, so there was some some uniqueness to this Super Bowl. Uh, what 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 do you think? What what do you think that was uh, really unique or cool? Well, you know, I think it's a little bit strange. And I don't think it was that long ago. I mean, even last year, you know, pretty much my whole adult life, my whole life from the Super Bowl, the commercials were about who is going to make the funniest commercial, right? Like who's going to make this commercial that you don't forget and it's hilarious and you're having, you know, you're looking at your buddies and you're like, damn, that was hilarious. I mean, you go back to some of those old Budweiser commercials and uh, don't forget you had a, a really famous company launched on Super Bowl with GoDaddy. Uh, because their commercial was such a hit. Uh, I don't think we saw any of that last night. Uh, I don't. I, I think we saw a tone of negativity, a tone of really political messages, and where's the fun? I mean, it didn't feel fun. Like, nothing about the Super Bowl felt fun. The Super Bowl halftime show didn't feel fun. Nothing felt fun. It all felt very dramatic, and where where was the you know, laughter, you well, know, where you was the joke? You didn't get in on the, the, uh, uh, oh, what, wow, shoot. What'd they call it? Nickelodeon, the Nickelodeon version where they started making the cartoons of them throwing the ball and stuff like that. You didn't get in yeah, on that. I was like, I don't know, man. It, it, maybe it's just me. I just, where's the fun. That's what I walk away from. And from a business perspective, I don't know what the long-term play is, is if you take this one night that you spend all of this money as these big companies do and none of it's memorable. I mean, usually you had three or four commercials you came away with. You'd shoot texts with your buddies. Hey, did you see the Doritos commercial? Did you see the Mountain Dew commercial? My phone didn't have one of those texts last night. And that's the first time I can remember in my adult life, nobody talking about the marketing right. efforts of the, of the Super Bowl. What are your so what are some of your most memorable Super Bowl commercials? Oh, for me it was always the the was up commercials from was up! Oh dude, come on. Those were to me, you know, and then they had that frog. Uh oh. Budweiser had that frog that they fooled around with. Uh those were my memorable ones. I mean, to be honest with you, like that's those were ingrained on your brain of of then you go to the GoDaddy commercials where they had the chick and the wet t-shirt and all that kind of stuff that has taken place. But from a creativity standpoint, I didn't see any of that last night. And I, I'm not sure why. I mean, is, it, is, it, is everybody's life so somber? Is everything so bad in the world that we can't have one night of just, hey, man, let's make some funny ads? Uh, that's how far we've fallen in in exactly 12 months. Uh, it seems a little bit dramatic to me. And I didn't find it very fun. And, and you know, it was not must-watch TV about two quarters in as it usually is just for the commercial and marketing purposes. Well, so even speaking of your most famous type uh, commercial, the Bud Light commercial, they just did a big conglomerate of everybody helping pick up uh, stuff that had fallen off of a truck and everybody was coming together to help 
rebuild, right? So it was it was interesting the way they told that story. Uh, sure. I was going to say one of my most memorable was definitely the uh, the Bud Light Bowl, right? The Bud Bowl. Those were always oh, so yeah. much fun, right? And they they brought yeah, that, that. Was, that's another good point. They brought that in, right? There was that moment of showing the Bud Light bottles, and they were helping you know move some stuff, and I was like. Yeah, so they they didn't even really come up with anything new creative. They just kind of used, you know, past stuff to to kind of use as their new commercial. So it was it what definitely was interesting the way brands chose their commercials and the way they chose to do what they did. And and I think that's why we wanted to spend some time here today uh helping young detailers when you have something like the Super Bowl come out uh is that a thing that detailers we can use to help further grow our business how do we use a event whether that's a, a big national event such as the super bowl or a local event that is going on maybe such as a big high school football game how do detailers use events that are going on in society to well to further their business because as owners of uh, said businesses, well, it becomes our job, not yeah. just to do a lot of the work, but also to plan for the future of the business and to make sure that that business uh, will still be in for many, many years. So tying in moments where uh, are a lot of eyes and a lot of people have uh, emotions tied around an event, or they're spending a lot of time doing something creates opportunities for us as detailers to, well, to do a couple different things. And so that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to each going to give two things that we thought uh, we saw out of the Super Bowl that uh, we feel detailers could use. So, Nick, go for it. Number one, what's the first thing that you saw coming out of the Super Bowl? Well, like I said, I mean, I just kind of said and I alluded to it. I just saw the negativity. You know, it didn't seem like a positive, fun event like we're used to seeing. And I think you can be dragged down by seeing stuff like that. You know, if you watch a lot of those types of events, you know, you can even go to now the NBA is going to kickstart, NHL is going to kickstart. So these commercials are going to be regurgitated on sporting events. They don't just use them once. And so it's really easy to get drawn into this negativity. And I think that's a mistake. Uh, I think if you love your business, if you love your customers, if you love what you're doing, you need to take that and you need to run with it and you need to silence this kind of stuff in your life. I mean, we turn the game on mute at halftime. I couldn't stand the negativity. I mean, I don't know what it is. I mean, maybe some people are, are into that and they want the dramatic and, you know, they, they want to see that. That's, that's your prerogative. But I think for the young guys out there, uh, you can't take that negativity and try to do that as well. I don't know that you would have that success. I don't know that negativity like that plays on the local level like we operate on. Um, so I would say what I take away from it is, is that you're going to have to look away from the big brands for some of your ideas at the moment, because everything's just so negative. And, you know, the one, the, the conversations I've already had, you know, post Super Bowl, you know, of business people I respect here locally and other places, they're saying the same thing. They couldn't believe, uh, the, 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 the tone of the Super Bowl from a marketing perspective. So I think if you're a detailer out there, you got to kind of say, Hey, what if I'm the lighthearted uh, business locally that, that brings people a smile, would that be a better alternative here for the next few months? Because it, it seems like it's pretty dramatic at the moment. All right, cool. All right. For me, my first, as I was going through sitting and watching the game and I was looking at it, 
Uh, I got a message from a couple, you know, different other companies that maybe would ask a question, right? Hey, did you see that commercial? Like interesting way of uh, interacting with somebody. And well, as detailers, basically the number one question that I see in groups is how do I get more customers? How do I grow? Right? Well, to me, then I look at the Super Bowl, and if I'm a detailer, I want to start understanding how can I piece parts of the Super Bowl to, well, create a sales opportunity. If we struggle with getting customers, then we might struggle with how to sell. Well, that first part of how to sell, well, the first struggle of that is how do you even start talking to somebody? Nick, I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, if I was at the bar and I saw a chick and I wanted to go talk to her, man, that first thing that I would come out of my mouth was always the hardest thing. And they say that it really is the hardest thing to break that first mold when you're trying to sell somebody, right? So yep. with a customer, it becomes the same situation. Sometimes you see somebody at the store, see somebody that has a nice car. Maybe it's the first thing to say. That's the hardest thing to, to really come out with. So when there's a big event like the Super Bowl, really makes it a lot easier to just come out with things to say. Oh man, did you see Tom Brady win another one? Well, either yeah. they liked that or they didn't. And if they liked it, well, then that gives you an opportunity to go in and start talking. I think it also gives you opportunity is when you're you're doing marketing, right? So it's it's not just when you're talking to customers, but you know, it, it could be when somebody walks up and you're getting that exchange of a key and it's a new customer. Maybe that is the time to talk about the game. What yeah. if it was a female, right? If it was a female that was there and you're getting this key from her, then use, how would you use the game? Well, Hey, I made some really great chicken wings. Did you guys do anything like a fun party, right? Yeah. Things like that really help break down the mold and help that interchange when you're going to try and sell somebody something. Uh, the other thing would be like marketing. Like if somebody's going to put out stuff for the Super Bowl, picking up teams, you know, who's going to win this, you know, would you do a promotion selling, you know, to a, a local Facebook group? Hey, whoever can pick the, the closest score to the Super Bowl, I'll give away a, a free one year, you know, maintenance coding or, you know, whatever you want to try yeah. and do something like that. <laughs> Throwing out those little ideas during the game, sort of what I thought of would be a way that detailers could use uh, the Super Bowl. So yeah. cool, cool run on the first round. All right. Mm -hmm. Round one is over round two, Nick. Uh, what, uh, what's the second thing that you thought of when you're watching the Super Bowl that you think detailers could use? Well, I, I don't think uh, I saw very many traditional car commercials. You know, it's it's pretty interesting that the auto manufacturers really took a back seat. Uh, I mean, think about it. Streaming services ran a ton of ads. Flip that five or six years ago. What were those ads? Car ads. Interesting. Why are you seeing that? What does that mean for us? What does that mean for new cars? What does it mean for their marketing plans and where they see we fit in or where we can fit in, I should say? That that struck me. You know, the lack of the sheer number. Obviously, we know there were car commercials, but beer and cars, those were the top two pretty much my entire life. Last night, it wasn't that. The world's changed. Uh, what does that mean for us? Doesn't mean bad things, just means different. And so when I look at it, I say, what do you think the manufacturers are thinking? Save some money. 
they're going through production issues. You don't, you almost don't have a single car manufacturer that isn't going through massive production issues right now. Car deliveries are really difficult to get. It's really hard for, for dealerships and, and customers to get the cars they want in a timely fashion in a lot of cases. What does that mean for the year 2021? You can only guess, but start taking some of these little signs and say, hey, things have changed a little bit. You know, I've already been given a couple manufacturers have already pushed back delivery dates on customers of mine. That affects my work, right? Uh, depending on what type of clientele you have, you need to pay attention to the car market. So last night, a takeaway from the Super Bowl was car companies didn't spend nearly the money we're used to seeing them spend. That's just something I took away from it more than anything else. Just when I see that kind of change and that kind of shift, I just put it in the back of my head as something to remember. So I did find that interesting that car companies really weren't major players in the Super Bowl. Well, that, that's a pretty unique, uh, pretty unique perspective. And I think you're right. I don't remember seeing the only thing I remember is, is the that room. old, yeah, <laughs> that room commercial, man. Yeah. That was pretty good. That guy comes in. <laughs> yeah. 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 Look, it, but I will say this, man, car companies are under a lot of pressure and that's one thing detailers, you know, I know historically don't pay attention to. I've always paid attention to it. Understanding where the market is, where it's going. Uh, I think last night was a big reflection of 2021 is going to be pretty tough for auto manufacturers. Yeah. I right, So for me, number two, as I started watching them, there definitely some, some trends really popped out early. No doubt that there was a heavy trend on safety, um, on rebuilding and on coming together for this, you know, kind of rebirth and regrow. And it, it kind of seemed to be new. It's what you kind of alluded to earlier. Um, and, and it definitely, as, as I saw it over and over and over, I, I went, okay, so why are they marketing this way? Well, we are go, of course. Well, because there was this thing, Corona, da, 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 da. okay. Well, then I guess we as detailers should then maybe mimic the best we can. We, we've opened up businesses. We've done our best job on, on well, do I get the, the right technique for, how I do it? Do I, am I using the right pad product combination? Am I, am I finishing it down the right way? Have I, have I made sure, right? All the technique that goes into, to the process. What about the technique of how people pick out what they're going to say in their marketing, right? Why did the marketing companies that chose those styles and the stories and what all that they told during their Super Bowl commercial, why did they choose that? What technique did they do and why was it continuing to be about safety? Why was it continuing to be about rebirth? We've said over and over, Nick, I know you and I definitely, as we've continued over the past year plus of, of having these discussions, we specifically were talking through 2020 about a, a lot of the things that were going to have to happen in a rebirth, in a regrow, right? When was going to be that final part that started crumbling and, and when did we start that rebirth? Well, multiple well, you did mention car companies one commercial i did remember seeing from a car brand was jeep right jeep was heavily on their commercial nothing but a rebirth type commercial <sighs> growing out of this problem that we had this downward turn in the economy this rough time 
whatever it is that you want to say was 2020 for you. Well, it wasn't that for everybody else. And so many people are, if they've continuing to say and take the maximum amount that they're going to spend on their dollar and put it out at this opportunity, well, they're going to keep talking about safety. And then they're going to talk about the need for rebirth. So cool. As detailers, then we need to keep talking about safety. What we're doing as companies to further their safety, what we're doing to protect ourselves and continuing to then press forward in a rebirth and a regrow, right? We don't know exactly what that means for each of us, but if these major companies and people are spending millions of dollars to talk about a rebirth and a regrow, then maybe it's something we should also start talking about how we help our customers in their rebirth of cleanliness, in their rebirth of continuing around to, to drive in a clean car and their rethought process of how they handle their car, right? You could use the same terms, just maybe if you don't have the same philosophies, you just don't use it in the exact same way. But there, there's things that we could talk about on cleanliness and rebirth that, uh, hey, you know, if they're doing it, maybe we should too, because we, we might know technicality, but maybe we haven't spent as much time on understanding why people market. So I definitely think that would, uh, that would be my number two of, of, of trying to take down an idea from, uh, from the Super Bowl. So Nick, uh, yeah. did, uh, did, did your, your team win or did your team lose? Yeah, I had bucks plus three and a half. I mean, so it, that works out well, but you know, like I said, it was in, it was probably one of the more burnt boring games ever you know, that I can remember. Uh, and like I said, just low energy, uh, you know, you, you just referenced it, uh, really dramatic marketing, uh, which I don't remember around the Super Bowl. I'm sure somebody's going to point out maybe post 9-11, you know, something I'm forgetting, you know, that next uh, February. But I, I, was, I was pretty unimpressed for the first time in my life. It's usually such a crazy you know, uh, week and such a crazy buzz around it. And, uh, you know, it's such a crazy event. And I didn't get that feeling last night. You uh, know, anything fun or cool that you got out of it? Or is it just all, it was just all blah. I, you know, look, it's cool to see somebody win their seventh ring. I mean, it's cool to see Tom Brady be his age and get getting things done that he's getting done that, that, you know, just from, from an athletic standpoint, that part of it is amazing. Uh, but the rest of it, I mean, like I said, just, Maybe it is where we are with the pandemic. Uh, it just it just fell flat, and you know we know the Super Bowl is going to do a massive amount of numbers. We know it's going to be the most watched television show. All that stuff is is really obvious. I just the reaction I got on my phone from buddies and the and the reaction that I remember the previous ten years. Uh, it's it's a vastly different uh, set of text messages that I received last night. Uh, you know, just not as entertaining as I remember. The uniqueness, like I had said earlier, the uniqueness of the film, the way they, they, they did the portrait view of different people and really made some people stand out with these really cool uh, situations. The, the thing that stood out for me, first of all, visually was that, but then second of all, I've said, you know, not that it means anything. It's just, I think it's funny. Cause I just, I just, I, when I first saw them starting to put, I think it was basketball when basketball first started to come back out, they put people on little television sets and it was, it was like, Oh, that was interesting. That was unique. Yeah. I, 
I said, well, they're going to, they're going to have people pay for those. Right. And they're going to, the next one's going to be, you're going to put on VR goggles and you're going to be in that seat and you'll have bought that seat. Well, if you saw last night, there was these cardboard cutouts, right. Which other people have done. Right. Well, there's a first time I've heard them say it. They might've said it in another sporting event, but it's the first time I heard them say it. Yeah. Well, and you could send in a hundred bucks and you could have had your, your photo there at the game and you could have been there virtually. And I went, it's going to happen, right? Like it's going to have to happen. They, they'll eventually, yeah, so, yeah, they'll eventually right, have right. to sell you virtual seats uh, and, and we'll watch it. I think that was the other part that was super unique is as they really are starting to show these clear divisions that, Hey, you're going to wait. We were all this, you know, together type of mentality. And now we're uh, Hey, we got to separate and divide, you know, we got to be a little separate. Yeah. And so I think it's going to be interesting. What a lot of people aren't thinking about, and you and I talked about this previous to this, a lot of people own sports teams that are very rich people. Okay. We know that. The problem is they've lost a lot of money and it's going to be very interesting how hard they press in the coming year to say, okay, look, we gave you guys this time away. We got to get you back in the stadium because I mean, some of these people are missing 15 to 20 million a game. Uh, That's a lot of revenue. And so I think the fun thing to watch is everybody's kind of played nice during the pandemic, especially these sports teams and sports leagues and everybody's we're doing our part. I just wonder how much the NFL is going to do their part next year and say, Oh, we're not going to allow anybody in the stadium. If that, if it comes to that, I think that's, they're going to, defy all odds and say, we're going to allow fans back. Well, that'd be interesting because there was a lot of commercials, right. For the NFL cares. Right. So well, we know, we, we know they care. It would be interesting. I mean, it really will. You, know, you hid, hid concussions for 50 years, but we know you care. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Nick. Thanks so much for your time, man. Uh, really great insights and uh, we'll see you next week, bro. Have a great week. All right, brother. See you. See episode over leave us a review and we will see you on the community pub wednesday nights at 7 30 central the zoom meeting id is 918-800-1188 that's the community pub wednesday nights 7 30 central the zoom meeting id is 918-800-1188 grab a pint and enjoy